When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Lawn bowling is more than just a game. There's no talking on the green. Welcome to Without Bias. Local legends wanted. The Bowls Green is just up the road. Search Bowls Clubs near me. Stay engaged with the sport via the Bowl Show. Sundays on 7-2 from 2.30pm. Uh, it's a pleasure to have your company on Without Bias for another week as we delve into the wonderful world of lawn bowling. Uh, Sam Hargraves with you, filling in for Jack Heverin to finish out the year and joined by uh, everybody's favourite Jackaroo uh, up there in just the sunny skies and uh, beautiful weather on the Gold Coast. Uh, Barry Lester, hello to you. Hey, Sammy. Yeah, it's uh, actually not the greatest at the moment. but um, Is that rain or can hear? That is, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, there's a bit of a front coming in, so... Yeah, we, uh, we, we complained for months that we needed it. Like I said, November was, uh, I think, the driest driest November for 16 years, but we've definitely caught up on rain the last few weeks. No, there's, no, there's nothing quite like Queensland rain too because it's that fat rain. It really is a, gets really very thick uh, and comes down with a real bit of firmness to it as well. Most definitely. And uh, one of the other issues too is, you know, that this, all this rain can bring in disease to the bowling green. So... Greenkeepers have got their work cut out at the moment trying to juggle the, the varying weather conditions. The covers are on? Big, the covers are on, yeah. Someone's got to come up with actually an invention that we can just put the covers over a bowling green because it doesn't exist at the moment. I reckon Is that right? Green, Greenkeepers delight if they could put a cover over a bowling green really quickly. Gee, that's interesting. There we go. There's an idea that we could maybe uh, take to market. You and I maybe go on uh, Shark Tank <laughs> or one of those shows, Baz, and, and find a way to really uh, <laughs> set ourselves up for the rest of our lives. Um Mate, uh, how's your week been before we introduce our special guest? Yeah, really good. Work's been flat out and, um, yeah, it's just a really, really good time of year for our club and it's great just seeing people get out there and participate in the sport of bowls because barefoot bowls, as much as many of them might not take up the sport immediately, but just seeing the looks on their faces when they get out there and give the game a go and just see how much fun they, they have doing it. So that's uh, it's always a pleasure for us at the moment seeing so many barefooters come through. Well said. Uh, let's get into our special guest this week. It's a pleasure to have uh, a former Australian Jackaroo, a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. He's a Bowls Australia Hall of Famer. He's now the CEO and director of the UBC, the Ultimate Bowls Championship. It's a fast pace. It's big prize money. It's an event in the same mould as the Bowls Australia Premier League. Um, the Bowls Premier League here, of course. Uh, he's a Chinese national coach. There's not much this man uh, hasn't done in the world of lawn bowls. Hello to Mark Casey. Yeah, g'day, Sam. Hey, Baz, how you going? Yeah, very well, mate. Yeah, thanks for joining us on the show today. No, yeah, looking uh, forward to it. So obviously, I tune in regularly. It's uh, it's a great show. So yeah, looking forward to having a chat. And what what's uh, been on the radar at the moment, mate? I know you know with the the new area that you're in down there in Canberra. What's what's happening in the in your world at the moment? 
just just working, um, just trying to get our events ready to go for, for when we can get back on the greens in 2021. So um, it's all looking really good at the moment, really exciting. Our, our next event will happen in uh, August next year. So, um, you know, that, that'll be around the corner really quickly. So, yeah, things are ramping up, which is, uh, which is great after a really challenging year. Mark, I'm informed that earlier this year you traded the boardies that uh, Barry gets around in up on the Gold Coast for the more sedate and sensible Canberra way of life. How's that change been and any regrets uh, through the winter this year? Yeah, it's, it's definitely been interesting. Like My, uh, my wife uh, got a fantastic job, a great opportunity for her down here in Canberra. So we decided to pack up and, and move, uh, move the family down at the start of 2020 and um, obviously, since then it was you know bushfires, and, and now with COVID, it's been it's been difficult. But um, she's going really well in, a, in a, her job, and um, you know we're enjoying it. The kids are loving it. It's it's definitely different to the Gold Coast, but um, you know oh, I'm really looking forward to getting back to uh, back to Gold Coast. I still call it home uh, for Christmas for about three weeks um, there. So yeah, really looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, to say it's been a challenge, that's probably an understatement. And Mark, even though you've achieved everything in the game of bowls from an athlete's perspective and, and now you're doing a lot of administration work with UBC, do you actually sort of get down to a bowls club at the moment and have a bit of a roll-up and, and just still throw a few down? Are you actually aligned to a, a club at the moment? Yeah, I actually, it's an interesting. I hadn't played for about 18 months there. Um, I sort of gave it away a few years ago and, and, and I wasn't sort of missing it. But, um, you know, since coming to Canberra, um, just... I needed something to, to try and meet a few new friends and, and whatnot. So I joined a, a local club, Canberra Bowling Club, and uh, it's, it's been fantastic for me personally. Uh, I've met, you know, some great people. It's, a, it's a, only a small club, but they're really going places. And, um, yeah, we've started pennant training already. We're about six or seven weeks in. We don't start until February. So they're keen, keen as mustard and, uh, yeah, looking forward to that next year. Mark, no UBC uh, events this year in 2020, so it's been a long time between drinks and I'm sure it's been a long year for you as it has for everybody. How are things placed to return to that stage in, in 2021? Yeah, and, and that's a good point. Like We've just made a, a massive focus on making sure that you know when we can uh, get back on the greens in, in August that we're, we're definitely ready to go and um, we've put a lot of time in and, and yeah, things are looking great. We've got uh, obviously a, a new production company um, doing our work at SEN there. So we're looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, we're really excited about what our events will look like um, next year and, and, and beyond. So August 8th to 12th at Warilla in Illawarra region, then December 13th to 17th in Deer Park. There is a fair chunk of change uh, in line for the 28 teams competing, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, obviously, that, that those two weeks are going to be, you know, action-packed. That three events will be in inside that one week. So, you know, the, the teams are playing off for half a million dollars in prize money in one week of bowls, which is, uh, I wish it was around when I was playing. Put it that way, it was, uh, it's pretty exciting as a player. So, I'm sure, uh, you know, the spectators will get there as well. And yeah, it's, it's going to be an exciting time for bowls. And there's been a lot of innovation with UBC, Mark. You know, I've been fortunate to play in the in the three events last year and you know it was great to as a player to, to take them on board and and try and play under those new exciting conditions you know bpl's been around bowls premier league with bowls australia for now about eight years and tell us a bit about what ubc's brought to the table in terms of you know innovation you know mid mid-rink scoring on the crossover and touches etc 
Yeah, and as you say, I've been a part of the BPL you know, since that started as well, and, and I absolutely love the event. Um, but I just, you know, I just thought it was a, a need to, to have something completely different. And, um, you know, I was only watching darts earlier on, and uh, we tried to sort of copy their format of, of every dart counts, so every dart changes the score. Um, and that's what we're trying to do with, you know, we get points for touches and, and the leads bowls. If you got shot on the crossover, you get points as well. So, um, you know, it was obviously a, a bigger focus on, on each bowl rather than the, the whole end. So uh, it's something completely different, but uh, I definitely think there's room for, for both fantastic events. And, and so far we've proven that, you know, in 2019, and I'm sure that'll continue into the future. Uh, we're speaking to Mark Casey, of course, uh, Hall of Famer and uh, former Jackaroo. Mark, um, you mentioned before about the deal that was done with SEN, that uh, their production arm, Rainmaker, is going to be broadcasting the UBC for the next four years. So to have that commitment and to to be able to have that uh, up the sleeve and to help with the exposure and the promotion and the broadcasting of the event, it's a, it's a big win. Oh, absolutely. It was a big focus for us this year. Um, you know, while 2019 was, we, we saw it as a massive success for us and, and bowls in general, but, um, you know, we thought our production um, could go to the next level. And to do that, we you know, we, we, we spoke to, back then it was Croc Media and now SEN and um, yeah, it's great to, to form an agreement with them, a long-term agreement as well. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to partner us along the journey. And, yeah, as you say, it's, it's going to be great for our production. And, um, you know, the most important people are, are our viewers, and I'm sure they're going to love what, uh, what SEN can do for us. One of the best things for me, Casey, is the fact that you have got some Asian-owned uh, franchise teams competing in the UBC. And... It, can you tell us a bit about how that relationship sort of started and, and did it lead to you being now the national coach for the Chinese team? Yeah, so, you know, obviously I've been an Australian representative for a long period of time. I've been lucky enough to, to sort of bond, you know, many fantastic relationships with overseas people um, across the years. And, and one of those was Mr. Yi from China. Um, you know, I played many, many games against uh, Mr. Yi and, um, so I touched base with him going back a couple of years ago now to see if he was interested in, in putting a team in and um, you know, thankfully he agreed and um, put a couple of teams in and then and then this year he's increased that to to four teams. So he's got obviously the two Bowls Asia teams, the, the Dragons and uh, the Eagles and, and also um, the Tigers which will come out of Malaysia. So three of Malaysia's best players um, will be in, in, in 2021. But he also owns the Broadbeach Lions as well, so he's taken over the rights of the Broadbeach team. So, um, as you know, you've, you've, you've played against him and met him, Baz. He's a fantastic person, and all he wants to do is you know, try and promote bowls as much as he can. And, you know, as a sport, we're really lucky to have him involved. And um, and then you're right, that's that's how sort of I got to become the, the national coach um, through our relationship with him. And, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Boys, let's put a pin in that one because we want to talk more about it because it's fascinating uh, to hear more about your experiences uh, and the development era that's ahead for China. So we'll uh, we'll take our first break and we'll come back and on the other side of this we'll hear more about uh, your foray into the Chinese bowls uh, caper and fascinating to hear how that's all going at the moment and what's ahead uh, in that space. Uh, this is... Without bias, we do it all for the bowl show. Sunday's on 7-2 from 2.30pm and for our very good friends at Apia, Proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Sam Hargraves, Barry Lester and Mark Casey on Without Bias today. For Apia, dedicated specialist, ready to help. Call 13 50 50. Apia, get, set, go. 
From the white outdoors to the great indoors, this is Without Bias. Local legends wanted. Search bowls clubs near me. The Bowl Show, Sundays on 7-2 from 2.30pm. Welcome back to Without Bias, Sam Hargraves and Barry Lester with you and our special guest today. Uh, this man is a former Jackaroo himself, Com Games gold medalist. He's a Bowls Australia Hall of Fame, the CEO and director of the UBC and he's also the national coach of the Chinese Bowls team. So that's where we're going to pick up where we left off in the segment before. Uh, speaking to Mark Casey, of course, and... Um, Case, it's um, it's fascinating what you're doing and the work that uh, you're about to get set into with the Chinese team. Um, but before I get to my next question, the first one is I want to know, how is your Chinese? Uh, it's obviously on my to-do list. I've, that's one <laughs> area that I need to, to learn a little bit. Um, I'm currently using a, a, a app, a WeChat app with, with Mr. Yi. Um, so it translates my English into Chinese for him and and vice versa. So, uh, yeah, something I'll have to do in the new year, if that's for sure. Uh, so, China, on the precipice of a monumental development period, uh, the staging of the 2023 Asia-Pacific Championships, it's scheduled for mainland China, while the sport's pinnacle event, the 2024 World Bowls Championships, is set to take place in Hong Kong. Uh, that's in China, of course. So, you're in line to coach... You're in line uh, to be the coach of the host nation at the sport's biggest event. That's got a real ring to it. You must be very excited. Yeah, absolutely. When, when it came about last year, um, you know, I, I didn't think too much of it, and then all of a sudden, he, he wanted it to be, you know, for four or five years, and and that obviously that the end goal was was World Championships in 2024. So um, it's fantastic to to know that he's got you know an end target and. You know, he just doesn't want to go into these big events, um, you know, and being another team. He wants to be competitive and uh, he, he really wants to improve bowls um, in China, but also throughout Asia. So um, to be a part of that, uh, it, it's really exciting and, and something I'm really looking forward to. And what sort of goes into preparation case, the fact that, you know, you guys are so far apart at the moment and there's travel restrictions is there is there contact with the team? You know, is there Zoom chats or is it purely just... Uh, Bit of bit of text or email to the coaches and just passing on messages. How, how do you actually go about communicating, and what does it look like, sort of leading up to those big events? Yeah, so, so my actual role with them doesn't start till next year, but I've been in constant communication with Mr. Yi and um, just trying to, to get a gauge on on the level that they're at at the moment and, and what he wants to get out of it. And yeah, so far, you know, it, it's all a bit sort of wait and see. Next year, I, I plan to go over to China in May. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll just have to see if I'm able to, and, mm. and if I can, we'll have well, I'll have probably you know two or three weeks on the greens with the players and, and just get to know them as well. You know, we are a long way away from the end goal, but you know, of course, we've got the the 2021 World Championships just around the corner. So, um, you know, while it's a, it's going to be a, a long journey, it's um, you know we, we want to get some results, and um, you know, I'd love to see some just improvement on the players initially, and and then just take it from there. So what's the standard like? Where, where, where are they at in their development as a, a lawn bowls nation, China? Where, you know, we're very spoiled here. It's, it's been a, a game that's been, uh, you know, part of the lifeblood of the Australian way of life for, for many, many years. And, and we see the results that we get and the standard that um, our players uh, have attained. Where, where are they at at the moment, China? Yeah, it, it's a good question. Like, obviously, uh, you know, they're not up to the standard of, 
you know, the, the powerhouse countries like, like Australia and New Zealand and, and all the UK. But um, you know they've got the fundamentals right. That they've got good deliveries and and, and the, the big thing is that they're so passionate and keen. Mm. Um, you know if, if they weren't keen, it would probably make my job really hard. But um, they've got a, a big interest in trying to get better. Um, so I, I think you know in 12, 18 months you, you'll see improvement. But um, as I say, 2024 that's where. You know, obviously, the goal is to try and win win a medal or two, and, and if that can happen, um, yeah, we'd, we'd all be delighted. Yep. And you have an intimate knowledge of the high performance program, Case being involved in it for so long, and, and you, from the inception, really, um, will you sort of implement some of that stuff moving forward in terms of, you know, uh, treating your selected players or squad players as athletes and, and trying to help them be an all round athlete as well as good bowler. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, you know Steve Glasson and, and the Bowls Australia crew have done a an unbelievable job with the high performance team um, in Australia. And, and while we, we might not get to that level, but it's definitely I'll pick some pieces out of uh, out of that program that I was a part of for so long. And um, you know, I've just started my own sort of masterclass clinics as well. So I'll, I'll sort of be able to take that across um, to, to, to the coaching area when I do start with China and. Yeah, as I say, it's going to be an interesting time, and um, the good thing is that I start from fresh, so I've got you know nothing to lose, and um, if I can see some improvement, you know I've done my job, and and we'll go from there. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. We're speaking to Mark Casey on Without Bias this week uh, for our friends at Apia, proudly supporting Bowls Australia. Mark, do you, you mentioned Steve Glasson, uh, the current uh, Bowls Australia coach. Have you reached out to him? Have you had a chat to him and sort of picked his brain and chewed his ear and uh, got any words of advice or encouragement from him, your old mentor? I haven't yet, um, just because it's sort of, you know, it's all been a little bit up in the air with yep. the, the travel restrictions. But no doubt next year and as we as we get, you know, moving, um, you know, I'll definitely reach out and, and see what he's got to offer. But um, I'm not sure if he'll give any, any more than what he already has, but... Uh, I'm sure, you know, and that's a fantastic thing about Bowls Australia as, as well. You know, their major focus is in, on the Australian team, but they also want to help the, the bowls in general throughout the world. So um, for, for a small bowling country like China, um, I'm, I'm sure Bowls Australia will, will look to, to try and help them and um, mm. see them develop as well. It's, it, it, before you jump in with your question, uh, Baz, um, it, it is such a... A big opportunity, isn't it, in, in terms of what it could bring in terms of just a whole new um, fan base, um, obviously the money that can come from that area as well. I mean, the, the, the sky is the limit. It's a really exciting um, frontier to, to to head into. Absolutely. Um, you know, I keep talking about Mr. Yee, but he, he's the he's the main man. He's the president of Vols Asia. And, uh, just on his property alone, he's got eight full-size bowling greens. Um, so I guess that gives you an idea of the extent of the man and, and what he's about. Um, he's building a hotel on the bo- like near the bowling greens as well on his own property. So as you say, the sky's the limit. And uh, for our sport, um, you know, this is exactly what we might need to, to kick it along a little bit throughout the world as well. So it's a fantastic opportunity and uh, I'm just pleased that I'm a part of it. And, and with the focus on coaching at the moment, Case... Uh, would would we or could we potentially see you uh, going after Mr. Glasson's job one day? <laughs> um, do you have aspirations? I know you're only the same age as me, 38, but is it something that you've ever thought about in terms of uh, 
coaching Australia or getting heavily involved in the in the Jackaroos moving forward down the track? Oh, absolutely. It's obviously I'm a very passionate Australian, and you know I love seeing the, the Aussies do well. I was the, you know, the manager of the Commonwealth Games lawn bowls um, sport, and but just to see you guys do so well, it was uh, it was really inspiring. So yeah, definitely one day that'd be I'd, I'd love to have the opportunity, but. Um, you know, the next few years, my, my focus will be on obviously the UBC first, but um, the opportunity I've got here with, with China, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens after that. It's really coming down uh, where you are, Baz. It's got a nice sound to it. Good for the farmers, so it's great to see some <laughs> precipitation uh, of some kind of note. Uh, yes, just, just, sorry about that, gents. No, it's, it's, it's actually lovely. I love that sound of, the, of rain <laughs> on, a, on a tin roof. Uh, Mark, with, let's turn our attention to matters a bit closer to home um, we are speaking to Mark Casey on Without Bias uh, local legends wanted search bowls clubs near me um, the BPL you've uh, just recently been announced as well as the coach of the Melbourne Pulse so you and Baz will get to re- reunite um, owned by the Danny Non Club in the next Bowls Premier League you'll be taking control uh, well when I say taking control uh, it's a very very loose term when it comes to our man Barry Lester but uh, how do you go coaching the co-host here and, and your great mate Barry Lester. Yeah, I, another opportunity that I'm I'm really grateful for. You know, Danny Non Club is a really progressive club, and um, they've been part of the UBC and and now now the BPL. And when the operations manager Rob Sharp approached me and said if I was interested, I, I, of course I was, I was going to jump at it. And uh, you know, to, to be aligned with you know obviously Baz and, and Gary Kelly, but also Alan Ryan, it's going to be. Uh, great fun but uh yeah we've got some ideas and we get together um in a couple of months time as a, a bit of a trial against the melbourne Roys. so looking forward to that and um, putting some ideas down to practice and, and go from there but yeah something that's going to be a lot of fun that's for sure yeah good question sammy it, it's really quite <laughs> funny uh, mark's mark's won the bpl as a player and as a coach and uh, he w- he carried this clipboard around with him a few years ago in new zealand mm. and, we- and we we're calling him coach klein from the uh from uh, the Waterboy, and um, yeah, so he's already he's already established a nickname there with his little clipboard. Case, will we see the clipboard come out again? <laughs> it's a great, great question. Everyone wants to know. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have something similar, I think, mate. But um, obviously, BPL and the UBC, they're fun events. But you know, mm. with the, the level of investment these teams put into it, um, yeah, there is obviously a serious side of things. So. You know, I'll be uh, I'll be obviously having some fun with the boys and, and Alan, and um, but yeah, at the end of the day, we're, we're there to do a job, and we'll try and uh, we'll try and win. And uh, I've got some ideas that um, that I think that can help the pulse uh, go to the next level, and um, you know, hopefully, we can make that happen next year. Well, well, talk us through that because that's one side that we don't delve into a lot on without bias, and we will over time. But the strategy uh, involved, I mean. We often make the comparison, just for people, if, if they're listening to this for the first time, wanting to learn a little bit more about lawn bowls and what's the BPL, the, the best example we've got is is the big bash in the cricket. And we know that the, the strategy that now comes into play in that has taken, you know, it's moved forward in leaps and bounds. So talk to us about the strategy that uh, the, and the developments in strategy that we can predict and, and are already seeing uh, when it comes to the BPL. Yeah, it's an interesting question. There's obviously some coaches in the BPL that sort of, you know, just go over the flow and let the players um, do as they please. But I think, you know, that there can be some tactics involved, um, particularly around, you know, the using the power play, when to use it, mm. um, 
generally they but they've been using it later on in the games. Um, you know, I'm not sure if that's the right thing to do or not. Um, but also another one, like I'd like to sort of think that you can match up certain players against players and and whatnot, and uh, yeah, go from there. But uh, at the end of the day, it's you know you need a lot of luck involved in these short formats, which is which is fine. But uh, you know, if the players and the coach, if they don't, if they if they're not doing their job, obviously you've got no chance. So um, yeah, we'll all try and work together and work out some. Um, you know, I've got a couple of months until the, the trial or the practice. Um, work on some ideas, and I'm sure we'll have we'll have some things ready for uh, for when we start in February. Oh, Mark, it's been wonderful to have you on without bias this week. We really appreciate your time. So exciting what's ahead for you with the UBC and then the national coach of the Chinese team, and then into the BBL, uh, the BPL. Sorry, with the uh, the Melbourne Pulse. Uh, it's when it rains, it pours, as we're hearing where Barry mm. is. But there's so many uh, exciting opportunities ahead, and you deserve them 100. Uh, percent So thank you so much for for sharing some time with us. Uh, we really appreciate it, and good luck with what's to come. Appreciate it. Thanks very much, Sam. There we go. Uh, big thank you to Mark Casey. Uh, Baz, and always a big thank you to you. We do it, of course. Uh, thanks to Apia, dedicated specialist, ready to help, called 135050. Apia, get, set, go. And Mark Casey joining us as our local legend this week. Local legends wanted the Bowls Green is just up the road, so it's Bowls Clubs near me. That is it for us for another edition of Without Bias. We look forward to having your company again next week. And don't forget, you can stay engaged with the sport via the Bowl Show. It's Sundays on 7 to from 2.30pm. Have a great week. Stay safe and we'll speak to you again next week on Without Bias. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.